this world is such a, um, and when I say this world, I mean it. I don't mean in the ideal sense. I mean in uh, every day, every little thing you do. It's such a, gimme, gimme, gimme. Everybody back off. You know, everybody's like, you taught that from school, everywhere. Big business. If you want to be successful, you want to be like Trump, gimme, gimme, gimme. Push, 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 push. Step, step, step. Crush, crush, crush. <laughs> regret that you got into a name-calling situation with the president? No. A name-caller? What'd I say? Let me hear you say it. Call him a bum. <laughs> it's not a name-call. It's a... Nice. You bum. Me and my friends call each other that all the time. I'm not his friend, though. Don't ever... Don't... I don't want to see that on the note. I, he's not my friend. Hey, it, but, uh, no. No. That was the first thing that when I woke up and saw what he said about Steph Curry, first of all. <laughs> so funny because it's like you invite me to your party, right? But matter of fact, it's not it's not like you invited me. It's almost like, you know, Tom, hey, I'm not gonna be able to make it. I'm not coming. And then you'd be like, hey LeBron, guess what? You're not invited. I wasn't coming anyways. So that was funny to me when I woke up and saw that. So my and my first initial response was you you bum. You you I can't First of all, you, you, you don't understand the magnitude and you don't understand. He doesn't understand the power that he has for being the leader of this beautiful country. He doesn't understand how many kids, no matter the race, look up to, look up to the president of the United States for, for guidance, for leadership, for, for words of encouragement. He doesn't understand that. And... That's what makes me more. That's what makes me more sick than anything. That we have someone as. This is the most. This is the number one position in the world. Do you guys agree? Being the president of the United States is the most powerful position in the world. I, I don't know of another one. If you can find one, let me know. It's the most powerful position in the world, and we are at a time where the most powerful position in the world has an opportunity to bring us closer together as a people and inspire the youth and put the youth at ease on saying that it is okay for me to walk down the street and not be judged because of the color of my skin or because of my race. And he has no recollection of that. And he doesn't even care. Maybe he, maybe he does, but he doesn't care. So do I take away do I say uh, do I just say take away you bum off my no because if I did I would have deleted my tweet all right you guys we are back with another episode of dropping dimes it's me Brittany Johnson alongside Sasha Bloom the one and only how are you man I'm great miss stranger over there oh you know <laughs> I just be doing my thing doing my thug fizzle <laughs> for rizzle I heard you bought a house in Detroit. Uh, I should have. <laughs> Could have bought four of them. I like Detroit. Really? Well, I didn't see much of it, but I had fun at NABJ. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you got to go. So let's get right into this. Yes, ma'am. Because you put together this dope intro again, and we just heard of LeBron James. You know, he's been going back and forth with our president, President Donald Trump. The president of the United States, Donald Trump. The POTUS. 
So, <laughs> make America great again. The red cats. The red cats are coming. <laughs> so, I want to open this up with a question to you. Is LeBron James an activist, a social activist, or a social media activist, or none of the three? Is he Tupac Shakur and the leader of the Black Panther Party? I don't think his affiliation is that. I don't think his leadership is that. Is he Muhammad Ali? I think he's close to that. Is he iconic? Yes. Is he a role model for black, Chinese, white, Irish, Jewish, Muslim? Yes, absolutely. But he's got a lot to do. Like, you can't just grow a a beard and become mature LeBron James. Like, you have to continually work on this narrative that he's trying to set. And I think it's beautiful. I think him opening up schools is a beautiful thing. I think him challenging the federal government and state government is critical. And I think it's part of every human being's duty as a citizen to the world. You know, our goal is on this earth is to help people. And if you're not going to help people, then don't hurt people, right? And I think that's what he's trying to tell our president Because at the end of the day, whether you're Republican, whether you're white, whether you're black, whether you're liberal, whether you're radical, end of the day, we're on planet Earth and it's really hard to survive. And I think we are going to, it's going to be a wait and see with LeBron James. But I certainly hope as he gets into his late 30s, 40s, 50s, 70s, that we skip 60s. Sorry. Yeah, I know. (laughs) 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 Thanks. I hope that we see an activist, a social guy from LeBron James and a business guy, than a business mogul that thinks that fixing our neighborhoods with movie theaters and strip malls, I, I think there's better ways to lend your voice and your money and your talent. But I worry about his education. I hope he's reading a lot. I imagine he's getting studi- studied up by some of the greatest minds in the world. So, um it's a big endeavor. I hope he doesn't get assassinated. You know, I mean, he's really putting his neck out there. LeBron James is making it really hard for me to hate him. Yeah. I don't want to say hate, but you know, I'm a, I'm a Kobe fan. And so it's always been for me, Oh, I can't stand that guy because everybody says he's better than Kobe. You know, that that's the only reason why I hate him. And because he's so good, Hmm. but me too, by the way. Yeah, it's Minus just like, Kobe nonsense. yeah, whatever. But it's just like, come on, LeBron, I'm trying to hate you. And you're opening up schools. You're doing good in our community. You're coming to the Lakers. You're standing up to the president saying things that I can't say that, you know, some things that I truly feel in my heart, but he has the platform to say it. I'm just like, this guy is doing everything right right now everything and i think that society is wondering if he's genuine he's got to be he's got to be to me you you don't do all of these things you don't open up a school and make it so that people who don't have their ged can come back and get their ged you're paying for that you're paying for these students to go to school get free school supplies doing this xyz you're i feel like you're not going to put yourself on this big of a stage going back and forth with the president of the united states unless you are genuine unless you genuinely want to see change and i truly feel like 
he wants that. He wants that for us. He wants that for everyone who can't speak out, you know, or no, like you said, no matter black, white, Jewish, like, you know, it's whatever it is. If we can't speak out, he's got our back. You know, he's just one of many, I feel. And I just feel like it's coming from the heart. Maybe he saw, maybe he didn't mean for it to be like this. Maybe when he first spoke out, it was just something he did. Just, you know, I'm just going to say whatever. And then maybe he didn't think that it was going to lead to this path that he's on. But he's accepted it, I feel like. And he knows that this is probably what he needs to do. And when he's done playing basketball, I think he's setting himself up right now. It gets interesting because in, I think in a year or two, he's eligible to become president of the United States based on age. Yeah. I don't I don't think that he's going to. Why not? You know what? He said that the president of the United States is like the most powerful person. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I don't agree with. I feel like the people who are who hold the most power in government are the people in the legislative branch, the people in the Senate. Um, those are the kind of people I feel like some would say the Supreme Court. Yeah. So yeah. though I feel like those are the most powerful people and the president is the face of that. I think you could argue with that. Um, you could bring up Abraham Lincoln. You could bring up some of, you know, what Reagan did to the mental health care in this country in terms of v- being in a position to influence or hurt. Yeah. And, you know, there's one example with Lincoln of helping. And then there's example of, you know, Reagan and basically criminalizing mental illness. Mm -hmm. So I think that the president has a lot of influence and a lot of power. And I think it's based on his relationships with the legislators Mm -hmm. and with the Supreme Court and with the media. I think the president does have a, a huge influence And but it's still like just going back to former President Barack Obama trying to get stuff passed. A lot of things he wanted to get passed, no matter his relationship that he had, he couldn't get crap passed. Like, you know, when it came to health care, when it came to Obamacare, came to certain things like that, you have the toughest time getting things passed because who's actually passing the stuff? It's the people in the branch. It's, you know. Like, so not to say that he wasn't good at what he did, good at what he did or didn't have good relationships, but it's just like you, I just feel like you're, like you said, you can persuade people and it's the relationships, but I feel like it's the people that have more power than the president are in the Senate and in the house and the judiciary, judiciary committee, all that kind of stuff. I feel like those are really the people with the power. And I, I agree with you, but I also know that America needs a father figure or a mother figure. And I think a person, I don't know if LeBron James is qualified. Like, I don't, whoever that person is, I, I could see LeBron James captivating an American audience, though, and providing great leadership. And I I would question if, you know, some of the Southern folks and some of the white nationalists would even take pause if he became president well you talk about being qualified now we're just anyone can do it anyone can do it like talking about the rock a steroid yeah so i that's what i'm saying you have who who determines who is qualified you have people saying oprah should run for president you have you're saying lebron james you know and not to say that there's anything wrong with that i'm just saying 
crap. You know, like what is the role of the president shifting now? Because or are the duties of the president shifting? Are the qualifications shifting? Because we have somebody in the office right now, to me, who was not qualified. We've had a couple with George W. Bush. Yeah. You know, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had the Dan Quells running. Was he qualified? <laughs> and, so, and then there's that other side of lawmakers, the senators. It was Hillary Clinton qualified. Yeah. You know, based on the fact that, you know, allegedly she was just so full of it and had created so many deceptive behaviorisms that, you know, she couldn't make it because she was full of it. I don't know. I hope he's genuine. I, I don't know if it's good for basketball, but I think it's certainly good for society. I think it's good for basketball because of the eyes the sport has, the eyes and ears that the NBA has, and you are making people think. Now you're making people second-guess certain things. You, I know it might be bad for business, but something's got to change in this world. And if you got to sacrifice something, you know, the most change comes with the most sacrifice. Is LeBron James too powerful to be Colin Kaepernick? To me, I think he is because, and again, the NBA is completely different than the NFL. The NBA. But sponsors aren't. Corporate sponsors aren't. No, but you're seeing it now. It's more, it's more of a player's league. And what sponsors but have, so, but have dropped it's, out? It's a player's league but the money's built on the television audience. And mm-hmm. so if the audience base goes away like the NFL does, then it becomes a serious issue. Is is LeBron James good for the NBA? But you've already seen them wearing T-shirts supporting, you know, Black Lives Matter, supporting different um, cases, activism, like just taking stances on certain things. And you've already you've already seen that. And I I don't know the numbers, but I haven't seen any articles, any anything come out saying the NBA is losing viewership. I haven't heard a squeak. I've heard nothing but positive. So that's why I feel like the NBA has a completely different audience base than the NFL. You you probably have obviously you have some crossover, but I feel like You think it's more liberal? I feel like it is. And I feel you have I feel like you have more of a younger crowd. And a diverse the, crowd? For, uh, younger and diverse crowd for the NBA. And I feel like people coming up now, we, we're not, we're not going to be doing the same things our parents did. We don't believe a lot of the things our same parents did. And I'm using we, not saying that m- me, myself, I don't agree with my parents. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we as a society. Like, you know, I feel like we're tired of seeing women not in leadership roles. We're tired of seeing, you know, different things going on. We're tired of it and we're not going to put up with that. And I feel like the younger generation is more tolerant of change, more tolerant of somebody speaking out. More accepting? Yeah, more accepting versus the older generation watching the NBA. And I feel like all the old people are watching the NFL. That's why I feel like you have this situation with the fan base in the NFL because the viewership to me is completely different. Again, I have no numbers. I have no knowledge of it, but it's just just from what I see on social media, from what I see, you know, going to games and you work all these games. It, it seems like you have a younger crowd. It's certainly interesting what he's doing because 
you know, most of the property rights on the NBA are owned by ESPN, and then Turner takes up a bunch too. But ESPN's anti-political, and they fire people for being political. And then you got a guy that they've been promoting for 25 years, and they can't say a thing. Yeah. And it's really cool yeah. to watch. It's, it is, and he, because I think if you if you – if you lose LeBron James, you lose the viewers. You lose the NBA. Yeah. You can't. And now he's in the number two him. market in the world. He, he's huge. Yeah, his platform is unbelievable. He is. And I would even call it, just because the Knicks suck, I would call it the number one market. <laughs> just because New York ain't nothing right now. <laughs> Except they watch a lot of TV because yeah. it's cold. <laughs> you got the beach and i like and this is no knock on michael jordan but i feel like a lot of things happen during michael jordan's time where he could or even right now where he can speak out and because people look to him and we no one really had that in michael jordan and so lebron james is taking that taking that role a lot of people look to LeBron or to Michael Jordan saying, "Hey, you gonna speak out on something?" Yeah, and he comes out in an underwear and a Hitler mustache, <laughs> <laughs> and you got nothing. He, you know, I feel like, and again, this is no disrespect, no knock to him, but I feel like he wasn't for the people. Not everyone has to be. No, you know, he, no. I, I don't think that's not his role. That wasn't his. Yeah, yeah. And because you have. At that time, the league too, was different. Yeah, the league was different. You have sponsors, different sponsors. You know that what his role was? Progressive. To get the NBA title run to not be taped and be live. Yeah. He brought life into the league. He yeah. and Larry Bird and Isaiah Thomas and Dennis Rodman. And they always say that a great man or woman stands on the shoulder of great human beings. Mm-hmm. And LeBron James stands on the shoulders of Michael Jordan and. Cedric Sabalas's and everyone, you know, the, the mm-hmm. whole group of guys and women and others. It's just it's extraordinary, and I'm I'm f- eating my popcorn and watching this, and it's good, mm. it's good. But you didn't answer my question. What was you're that? like a you're like a um, politician right now. Thank you, ma'am. All right, <laughs> LeBron James, is he a social media activist, a social activist, or an activist? It's not all one and the same? No. Okay. Is there a D, like all of the above? (laughs) (laughs) You can go all of the above. I'm bad at testing. (laughs) I just go with B for Britney. That's what I used to do on the little bubbles. They were like, oh, they always said, you got to choose C, because that's the most common answer. I said, I'm going with B. I, I was always going off what the girl next to me was doing. <laughs> oh, I can't see that far. A, so. C, B. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> cheat because I can't see the other person's paper, even with my glasses on. It, it was too hard. That and you're a girl, and you girls never cheat. Or No, you just put the paper down here in between your legs and just write like this. But I would have to make the writing so big so I could see it. I needed more than one card. <laughs> Yeah, the struggle was real. <laughs> so you're going with D, all of the above? I think so. I think he's... What do you mean by activist? By activist, I Is mean... Is he going to lead a group in down the, the streets? Street? His money might. On his commercial, he I did. Don't know. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know who is... I don't... I don't know who's backing him. I don't know who his security is. Why does it matter? Because... Interest groups 
do things differently. If we keep it in the black community, right? Mm -hmm. In the 60s, you had the Malcolm X team, you had the Dr. Martin Luther King team. Mm -hmm. And then over here, you had the Sun Yat-sen team. And so they all kind of were about the same thing, equality, justice, freedom, liberties, but they went about it very differently. Mm -hmm. Even when Malcolm X was passive Malcolm X, it was still different than the Dr. King movement. And so that's mm -hmm. why I asked, who's he working with? Who is his teammates? I think he's, he can't he's just LeBron James. He like can't, He can't be. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see him affiliating with anyone. The only affiliation I saw was with Hillary Clinton. Like, I don't see him... I don't see him backing anyone like any one particular group. I don't see, I don't see any of that. So that's why I moved towards more social activism with him because I feel like, like I said, he's the voice of the community. He's the voice of the have nots, the voice of the people who don't have a voice or who can't speak up. I think he and is. And so when the KKK rallies around and the guns come out, who's protecting him? I think he ain't there. He like, he's social. He going to tweet out. <laughs> he's going to tweet out. Yo, KKK, y'all should probably leave us alone. Like he's going to tweet the president and be like, can you stop your men? <laughs> like, I don't think he's going to be on the front lines. Like, yo, KKK, I'm shooting back. Then is he a leader? Is he a, is he a social leader? Will he have the respect of? I think he does. I think that's socially. I, I think his thing isn't because the great leaders in history, if you go to the King Solomon's, the Alexander, the greats, they were in the front lines on the horses with the swords fighting the other soldiers. Mm -hmm. I don't know if America has ever had that type of leader outside of George Washington, but I think things have changed now. And I think somebody can be a leader just by empowering people, maybe in giving that person the confidence, the empowerment to go out and be something or do something they didn't think they could. But so don't I, th be I think we have to drop yeah. off activists then. Why? Because if you're not going to be on the streets, if you're not going to be on that horse rallying and willing to give up your blood, I, I just think there's a respect difference from a man that's going to war. Well, maybe he will. Hopefully. It's still early. Maybe we'll see him riding on a horse down, down downtown LA. The chariot is a wheelchair. But I still, I like what he's doing. And like I said, he's making it hard for me to hate him because. Oh, like I said, you're going to have a jersey in three years. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm really not. Book it. I ain't got no money. I'm going to buy you one. I ain't got no money. <laughs> I want to start a GoFundMe page. I really do. I really want to start a GoFundMe page because everybody else has GoFundMe pages. Like I saw a girl who had a GoFundMe page to fund her trip to Vegas. Can we get one for Utah Podcast Network? <laughs> <laughs> get us a studio. Yo, so oh, Lord. I mean, I don't know. There's a there's a lot. I'm just excited to see what's going on in the future. Like you said, I'm just eating my popcorn <laughs> and waiting to see. But going along with speech and free speech and all of that. Do you like what happened to Bruce Bowen? Absolutely not. I think it's scary. I think it's scary for someone like me who works for an <laughs> NBA team. <laughs> you can't say squat, especially if y'all trying to land Kawhi Leonard. That's the whole problem. I had to, uh, I had to take. Uh, I had to watch a bunch of movies and take a test on uh, 
code conduct. <laughs> I know it came back. Did you too. did you choose D? All of the above for it every took answer. Took me ten times to pass that <laughs> test, and I know my boss is like, "Man, he's dumber than we thought he was." <laughs> he put D for everything. <laughs> These really nuts. <laughs> okay, wait. I know this is sidetracked, but we're going to get back to it. So, you know, obviously we have D's out here. D's restaurant. Yeah. And I was ordering breakfast the other day, and I went to pick it up, and I was on the phone with my mom. She's like, where are you going for breakfast? And I was like, I'm going to D's. And she was like, I'm not stupid. There ain't no D's. I know what you're going to say, these nuts. And I was like, Mom, No. I'm going to D's. And she was like, I'm not stupid. There's no restaurant called D's. And I was like, Ma, it's D's restaurant. I said, let me take a photo for you. So I had to take a screenshot of the little Google Maps thing that said, like, D's restaurant. And she was like, oh, my God, there is a D's. I bet if you look hard, you'll find Johnny McKeon back there eating pies. <laughs> yeah. He loves that place. <laughs> oh, I, I always get the lady knows me. She's like, are you getting your usual? And I'm like, yeah, the sausage and eggs. Extra jelly, wheat toast. <laughs> patty so many sausage. Restaurants. Oh my god, but they have this sausage. Like the patty sausage is so good. <laughs> I think that's why I go there. And then they put so Just much butter stick on to that your toast. Arteries. <laughs> it does. Dude, they put so much butter on my toast the other day. I was like, this is heaven. <laughs> this is my last meal before I start my meal prep. That was great. <laughs> that was great. But anyway, okay. So back to Bruce. Big Bruce, this for people who aren't caught up to speed. This is what he said um, during one of the Clippers broadcast. He said, I think there's nothing about Kawhi Leonard. He said, I think there's nothing but excuses going on. Well, I was misdiagnosed. Look here. You got 18 million this year and you think that they're trying to rush you. You didn't play for the most part of a full season this year. And you're the go-to guy. You're the franchise. And you want to say that they didn't have your best interest at heart? Are you kidding me? Then he said some other stuff like he was hiding behind. um, And he's a spur. Yeah, he said you were able to come up during a time where you still could lean on Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili. Um, So I guess they didn't like that. And Gandalf the woke. Yeah. (laughs) 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 I I think they didn't like it because, you know, it's like you're trying to land Kawhi and then you got a guy who's making these comments. To me, that's that's going way too far. So we don't have freedom of speech anymore. We don't have opinions. It's sports. You're not supposed to give your opinion. And then you're going to ignore the fact that he's one of the greatest natural defenders the game's ever seen in the amount of experience and understanding he has to help a broadcast. I've worked on his broadcast. He's great. He's nice. He shakes hands to the little guys like me. And he pats you on the back. Nice job. Thanks for all your work. See you next time. Quote. That's a quote from him to me. <laughs> Did you really just do the air quotes? Yeah. 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 Right next to the red <laughs> <Yeah>. hair. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it scares me. It's scary because you can say something and then, you know, somebody can Google this podcast and then, Here's something that they don't like that we said. Yeah, make uh, you do opinion. a code of conduct yeah. class. <laughs> <laughs> fail, fail, fail. I was like, why am I the only one doing this? And they all looked at me. And I was, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's. I think it brings me back to something that we've talked about before on this podcast. I think people are too sensitive these days. Yes. I don't like it. I don't either. I think it's. I think it's destructive. I think you have to have a thick skin. 
but <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> Sasha, he's laughing because I I'm trying not to burp in the in the mic. <laughs> In my headphones. In your headphones. I'm trying to like hold it in. It's the Diet Coke. <laughs> you got me burping over here with the Diet Coke. That's my favorite drink. I was just trying to be nice. Thank you. You set me up. Now I can't. I'm trying to like hold it in and not go. Let it go. Let it no, go. No, no. <laughs> it's only men listening. Go ahead. Heck no. Man, what else has been up with you lately though? Apparently, gearing up for football season, I just kind of realized that it's football season. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah, summer ended. Like, I was fishing the other night, and I was like, wow, fall's here. I haven't looked up anything. Like, you know, it's been, it, it just came out of nowhere. I've been so busy. I, I haven't had time to catch up on anything. I'm super nervous. Uh, it's the start of the seventh season of the Pac-12 Network, and I'm wondering if this is kind of my last season. Why? Because no one likes to watch women's sport, apparently. You men. you like, God. I don't understand why you don't like women's sports. I think there could be some rule changes and stuff like that. But I think it's very watchable. And From what I've heard, yeah. being a former athlete, now I'm just fat, um, guys don't this like to. This is the best type of former athlete. <laughs> <laughs> you they weren't an athlete. Oh, you. back in my day. Yeah. I was a Division One athlete. No, you weren't. Tony yeah, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um so what was i where was i going with this just oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> excuse me bleep um you know a lot of guys would tell me we don't like to watch women's sports because it's too slow it's too slow fair enough but and if you want to watch football and you want to watch basketball you, at the end of the day if you want to support college sports and have access to everything, you have to invoke Title IX and support it. Even if you go home, set your <laughs> sp- set your thing on DVR, the Big Ten yeah. network or the SEC network or the Pac-12 network, or I know BYU doesn't have a network, but whatever they're on. Can you see that little <laughs> yeah, gig right no, there? Yeah. That's why I'm laughing. Okay. I wish we had video. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm worried because I've given my blood and my sweat. I've worked for a year with a torn shoulder, and I love it. I think in sports, it's the best narrative I've ever seen, whether it's NBA, whether it's fo- professional sport. I really enjoy what the Pac-12 does. And, you know, when I, when I left the newsroom, I planned on being with the Pac-12 for 10, 15, 20 years. And what the people at the San Jose Mercury News are telling me, that ain't going to happen. And my bosses don't tell me anything, and nor should they, but I would be really bummed if, um, you know, they're only going to broadcast 20 games a year in each um, market because, you know, the the Colorados want an extra $10 million because they think they can compete with Alabama. Yeah. Get better coaches. I mean, do you really want your the standard to be so high? Go look at the Big Ten. Penn State, Michigan State, Ohio State, Minnesota. There's some serious issues going on with what's okay and what's not okay in the competitive balance and what's going on in Maryland. I think there's a lot of blurred lines these days between what's okay (laughs) and what's not okay. People seem to not know where the line is. And it happens in the Pac-12 with the swimming. It has happened at the University of Utah with the swimming team. It's happened at Stanford with their swimming team. 
but I, I think that if you promote the Olympic sports, you know, you, you get a real healthy dose of athleticism and competition. And I think it's important. It seems, I don't know if people are bandwagon just because it's the Olympics, probably, but it seems like when the Olympics come around, that's when people rally around women's sports, mm-hmm. when they rally around swimming, when they rally around tennis, all this kind of, you know, all the sports that we tend to not really pay attention or to. Or you have the Bryan twins at Stanford, or you have yeah. a Tiger Woods yeah. at Stanford. Yeah. One of those, uh, Phil Mickelson at Arizona State, mm-hmm. right? One of those elite, elite. Yeah. Uh, Tony Finau. Finau at BYU. Yeah. You know. And it sucks. And I and I hate that we're shaped like that because it's just like when the Olympics come around, then you see all the stories about these athletes that you've never heard of that came out of nowhere. No, they've always been there. Yeah. No one just gives them any attention. And now you just need stories to feel, you know, so now you see all these athletes. But here's what I've seen because I've been at all the women's games since the thing started, the Pac-12 network started. I remember opening day at the at the softball stadium three four years ago, and there were twenty five people, and now they were bad. They were really bad last year. But the first the first series they sold out. There were five six hundred. It's a small stadium, but there were six hundred people. There's five thousand people at a women's soccer game. So, I've watched the build. If you build mm-hmm. it, they will come. Yeah. If you show it, they will come. Yeah. But then there's these football coaches. We're making eight million dollars less than. Georgia. Well, yeah, but you're still competing. Well, we didn't get anyone to the final four of the football championships. Well, the Pac-12 won eight titles this year. Yeah. I went, I worked the Pac-10 tennis tournament. It was sold out. There are hundreds, if not thousands of people there. Every match, every show. But no one cares. And, or they don't use that part of the story. They just say, we're making $10 million less because ESPN owns 51% of the SEC network. Why isn't the Pac-12? Because the Pac-12 network, all the schools own the network. It's the most amazing thing <laughs> in the world. No one's being greedy. They're yeah. using it for students to get an education. And there's an inherent problem there with um, IATSE and IBEW, which mm-hmm. are unions. And, you know, the people that have $4 million trucks, do you want a student-run career running no, you don't. No. So there's got to be something there. There's got to be some more compromise. But the Pac-12 network is beautiful because it's independently owned by the 12 schools, by the community, by the taxpayers. Why do you think no one, I'm not going to say no one, but why do you think some people take the Pac-12 to be a joke? Because we don't have a national championship on for football in the seven years that it's been up. If we if if uh, Washington would have won two years ago, it'd be a different story. And you know, if USC wins one in three years, it's a different story. But the it's such a competitive conference. Conference, and they travel and they play other teams, and they're not Alabama where they just have six. You know, the, the, it's all screwed up. You have there has to be a competitive balance of scheduling with SEC and the Pac-12 network and the Big Sky, they, it all has to be uniform. You can't – one conference can't play seven conference games. Another has to play eight. Yeah. Because that one extra game – if you got to play an extra game against Oregon or Stanford or against a pesky Utah or Arizona team, you're in trouble. And the Pac-12 puts out more pro football players. It's a fact. 
then why is it that we I, I understand that we don't have a championship? It's left coast, New York, East Coast bias, because one of the major problems and one of the most beautiful things is Pac-12 After Dark. Everyone on Twitter and the world makes fun of Pac-12 After Dark because the games don't start till 8.30, yeah. which is 10.30 in New York, Boston, yeah. uh, Maine, where all the big TV audiences. Mm-hmm. And so, and all the news people are, and ESPN is, and yada, yada, yeah. yada. And so... There's a bias because people aren't watching the games because they're telling me they're going to bed at 1130 at night on a Friday. Yeah. Well, that's on you, old man. <laughs> I Don't tell me that Oregon's not good football. No. Yeah, what did Mike Leach say? Or uh, I'm sorry, uh, who's the head coach for you? Uh, Kelly? What did Kelly say about his t- – he was reflecting on Oregon. He's like, when I came, no one had the West Coast offense and no one had shiny helmets except for us. Now everybody does. Yeah. The thing is – there are some people who stay up, like my Uncle Walter, yeah. my great-uncle Walter. I remember going, when I was in Kentucky one time, he was sitting in my great-granny's house, and he was like, I think maybe one eye was open, I don't know, and he was like snoring, but he was watching. Mm-hmm. He was watching the West Coast teams. It was like 1 a.m., and he was still like barely hanging in there, but he was just like, I got to stay up because I want to watch. You know, they're good. I'll tell you what, watching Mr. Mike Leach is much better than watching Mississippi State. <laughs> At least you're going to get some offense. Like, you're going to get 50 points, and other teams are going to get 45 Yo, points. what you got against Mississippi State? I don't like their uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> you are big like when it comes to uniforms. I hats, like uniforms, yeah. Logos. Logos, yeah. I like logos. We still have to do our uh Sasha's top logos and jerseys. Yeah, we'll have to get Gavin from iHeartRadio. He uh collects jerseys. Yeah? Yeah. So we'll do that. Okay. Um another interesting thing, um, when I was at NABJ a couple weeks ago in Detroit. I went to I there's different panel discussions. So if, if you guys aren't familiar with NABJ, it's National Association of Black Journalists. All the black people got to get together in one location every year and it's like a bunch of people looking to hire black people, looking to, so they can bring diversity into their newsrooms. So each year there's a job fair and then there's different panel discussions. This one panel discussion I went to Jamel Hill, Mark Spears, couple other columnists um held a panel discussion it's well it's part of the registration like no no but how much they paid jamel hill to speak oh i don't know but she was getting she was uh an award she she spoke multiple times but she was a recipient of like the big journalism award that they give out each year yeah good for Um, her oh and then sidetrack when during one of the parties when she went up um and they were like jamel hill jamel hill da, 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 da. she took the mic and they played yg's song f donald trump <laughs> f donald that west trump. coast yeah <laughs> and i was like oh my god and we were like oh can't post this so yeah i got but a anyway. great shot of yg throwing up the year <laughs> you and like I was yg like, i was like yg throw up the year and he's all in his red shirts and yeah. stuff and i was like <laughs> He's like, I got you. <laughs> Shout out to YG. Hey, that's the first time of blood. <laughs> oh, God. So, going backwards now yes, on, a, on a yeah much different tone. 
but this is really fun. I we'll like use talking that about YG. Photo for I the, love YG. For the episode. <laughs> Let's do that. I remember that photo. You were stoked that night. You were like, yo, YG was at the game tonight. You were like, he he threw up the U. He was wearing red. I don't know why he was here. He was here. Because he likes basketball. <laughs> he, he got a jersey. And you were you were like so excited. You were like, he supports the U. <laughs> He's the only one. <laughs> Yo, that was I remember that. That was the funniest thing. You were like, I'm cool with YG. He supports the U. <laughs> and I, I think it was a Roxy Bernstein and Bill Walton show too. So it was just the best. Like That's funny. <laughs> they should have let him on the air. I was trying. <laughs> Every You're two turning seconds, red right now. I'm hitting my camera. Right. That's YG. Let's go. <laughs> Let's just walk over there. <laughs> Same with Donovan Mitchell. Let's get him on. Oh, goodness. They if ignored you put him. YG on the air. Uh, and then... Yeah, Donovan Mitchell. Okay, so there's two things we want to talk about. One, let's go back. The panel discussion, we brought up something interesting, or someone did. You have this Me Too movement going on. And then you have a lot of major players, executives in the entertainment industry and the news industry going down, being called out, um, sexual assault allegations. We haven't really seen that in sports. I I watched it uh, a couple of weeks ago on a show. I watched my boss do a Hill Hitler and I was like, excuse me. (laughs) And it wasn't a local boss. It was a nationally Mm -hmm. traveling boss. And I was just like, Wow. But like you haven't you see it? We know it exists, right? It 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 does. It, well, it we've exists. had it with uh uh Michigan. Uh, we've had yeah. a lot of it. But with- it's like with the ma- like the athletes, the big athletes, the major stars just like comparing them to these executives. No, because because they're women that are being abused. The the gymnastics champions that are being abused in Michigan mm-hmm. State and the little boys in Penn State. Yeah. We've seen that, uh-huh. but what about like, I'm not going to say names at all because, you know, yeah, this just is just coach X saying, yeah. get on your knees. And yeah. This is how like, you make your team. yeah, like that. Or you have players like sexually abusing women or using their star power to take advantage of women. Like how there has not been like 14 women coming out against one player saying he's sexually there was a Jameis Winston issue. And he was yeah. a star player of a, yeah. the biggest school in the state and the number one yeah. national champion. But you haven't had that like in the NBA, in the, like recently. All these, all these newsroom execs, all these entertainment execs are coming out. So that's a discussion that we had on the panel. Yeah. You, you see it happening. You know it happens, but is are we covering it up like with major NBA players, NFL players? Does it exist? Are we covering it up? Does it not exist? Is there going to be a fall with a major NBA, NFL, hockey player, baseball player, where like you have a line of women like a Bill Cosby in the NBA? Is there going to be like a Bill Cosby? I have a question. Mm -hmm. And I've always had this question. Why was Kobe Bryant ever allowed to play in the NBA again? So that's a whole different story. But it's you're talking about it's a me too thing. Yeah, no. And it was ignored and he was a even if it was consensual, right? Mm-hmm. And it changes if it's consensual. But mm-hmm. he paid her a lot of money mm-hmm. to keep her mouth shut and for him not to be prosecuted. And then he became the biggest star the NBA has seen since Michael Jordan. 
from certain points mm-hmm. of view and it was ignored i think and there's been a lot of nba cover-ups in this city there, too i think and i'm not saying what he did or if he did it was was right i'm not i'm not saying that it seems like that situation i don't know how to say because it's gonna put star me in nike bad athlete light. cheating on his wife it's you're not supposed to cheat but nobody said that you can't play in the NBA if you cheat. But do you get to be the number one sponsored athlete? If you're talking about morals and you're talking about character yeah. and building a better world for America. Then no. But yeah. at the same time, it's not a crime not a to crime. cheat. No. The people say it's a moral crime. It's a it's I'm a not gonna issue. sit here and cheat. It's a moral yeah. I don't I don't want to be cheated on. I don't And I don't have people anybody. cheat or no. if they have multiple partners, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. But what I really wanna say about the Kobe Bryant situation, I can't say because I will get in trouble. Yeah. Um because you're censored. Yeah, yeah. So there's a whole lot of but, stories I want to tell about Salt yeah, Lake City and but, NBA players and yeah, I can't. But the thing is, if you are found guilty of something, you should you should be it should be dealt with banned from the game. Yeah. You, if you're found guilty of something, that's it. That That's it. Just be, if I do something at my job and I'm accused of it, I'm fired. Where's the, it's the same for you. Where's the t-shirts, uh, justice for Sharif Abdul Rahim. They don't exist. They disappeared. They don't exist. Yeah. So my thing is just because you play in the NBA, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. I don't care if you, it happened with Tiger Woods. The Me Too movement, big time. Yeah. I think that was the last one, like the last big major. And that rocked and, the entire sports and world and since. broadcast. <laughs> no, he, he was he was fist pumping for f- coming in second place. That was Mr. <laughs> there ain't no second place. I know, right? <laughs> Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods ain't been the same since. And that was. And the thing is. But he's still allowed on TV. Okay. But did those women come out and say that he sexually assaulted them? He just had relationships with them. No, that he just cheated on his yeah. wife. Yeah. So that's a whole. That's different. You're it's, right. It's very different. But it's very, even if it, even though it was all consensual, he sure went through it. <laughs> he and his nude photos on the internet. Why didn't you buy them burner phones? Or why didn't you have a burner phone? I mean, you have Tiger your Woods? manager call. Like, yeah, have them call and set something Get up. Some pigeons. <laughs> On a lighter note, Donovan Mitchell had this discussion this morning with Scott McCain, Fox 13. He had a whole different one on Twitter, too, today. Did he tweet anything about me? <laughs> Not about you. Oh, uh, hold on. He's let me catching look, hate. Let me, let me hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, we'll, we'll while I pull this. this up, we were talking about Donovan Mitchell and his uh, sophomore season. At Louisville? No, in the NBA. Mm. How do you think he is going to fare out his second season? I don't know. I'm very curious about that. It's either going to be phenomenal and something we've never seen from a rookie outside of LeBron James, or it's going to be pedestrian like most sophomore seasons. Scott McCain, I don't see anything from him. No, Donovan Mitchell. Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I was like, wait, am I in it? That's why I asked. I said, did he mention me? Because we were going back and forth about stuff today. Me and Donovan, uh, I mean, uh, me and Scott McCain. Look at you. Um, Yeah. (laughs) The tweet, I usually don't do this, but Uh y'all woke up with some hatred in your bones. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. I was like, oh, And then if you go down and read that thread, it gets very fascinating. 
Let's see. I started reading it, but I didn't see him replying to No, no, anything. he stayed out of it. He just he just tweeted it so everyone could see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't see just the replies and looking at it again. Keep your head up. Don't sweat the small stuff or you're going to be trash. Like, you know? Yeah, it's it's just, you know, it's um the 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 tweet basically said, "Yeah, you you guys watch Donovan Mitchell is gonna fall." It says NBA Twitter is gonna turn on Donovan Mitchell so damn hard one of these days. That rookie campaign was just the appetizer. I feel it in my bones. And he's talking yeah. about that Adidas shirts yeah. and the van and yeah. the being thirsty stuff yeah. that we talked about. And so Donovan Mitchell said, "I usually don't do this, but y'all woke up Grace some hatred in your bones it. today. God bless you, man. I'm praying for you." Joe Ingles is gonna have his hands full on that team. It's jingling, baby. It's jingling, baby. <laughs> I think uh, I think he's gonna. I don't expect him to score in this league with no defense. He'll score twenty something a, a game. I don't know. I have no idea what to expect from the Jazz. Are they gonna make the playoffs? Are they? ESPN has him as the two seed. I'm sure LeBron James and Kyle Kuzma have a lot to say about that. What? is going to happen. <laughs> I'm sure Damien Stoudemire when, has got a lot to say about that. When the Lakers come to Utah. They ain't going to be a single Jazz fan if, in that building because they're all going to. But if the Lakers lose. Oh, they're going to lose. They don't win there anymore. So, But they haven't had LeBron but James. LeBron James hasn't won in Salt Lake City but since But he has to play with Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> and like LeVar. Oh, did you see LeVar Ball? I was just going to say that. <laughs> and LeVar Ball. That it's Lonzo's team. So Le- Le- LeBron Facts. James has not played with Lonzo Ball. So you don't know what's going to happen. It's Lonzo's team, baby. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> it's Zoe's team. I saw that and was like, for real. Is he going to even be the starting point guard? You know what? It's whatever LeBron wants. They got a wants. real good point guard there. It's what whatever Le, LeBron gonna be the point guard, the shooting guard. Whatever LeBron wants to play that night, he's gonna play. Whatever it takes, and you do that, LeBron, because your whole reason for coming to LA is to get us the championship. No, it's not. Yes, it's to it play is. Play underneath it, Zoe. <laughs> and get us a championship. It's to give Zoe the assist for the hammer dunk. Coach to Zoe. win the championship. <laughs> Yo. Oh, I can't I wait to watch Tony Jones watch the Lakers. <laughs> this is going to be so interesting. This is going to be a lot of fun. I just can't wait. Like you said, I'm just going to eat my popcorn. <laughs> I'm going to be reading Kyle Goon. The <laughs> <laughs> Goon life. Oh, God. He's got to be loving it. Yeah, we'll have to get him to call in at some point. If He's going to be too to Hollywood now. <laughs> we got to see if he can come in. Or, I mean, uh, on the phone. I'm going to hit him up. I'm going to be like, yo, you Hollywood now or can you call in? You remember this? Yeah. Do you remember me? Hi, I'm little Brittany in Salt Lake City. We'll see. Seems like everybody's moving on to bigger and better things except for me. (laughs) Hand up. (laughs) So with that said, make sure y'all subscribe to this podcast (laughs) so we can blow up. That's right. SportUtahPodcastNetwork.com. There's a lot of good podcasts on there. There's a great archive in there, including a phenomenal interview with uh, Ron Stallworth, who is the narrator narrator behind the new Spike Lee joint movie, um, Black's Klansman. It's really good. Hour. No one else in the country has an hour interview with him. We do. 
I'll be listening to that. I didn't know that was on there. Yeah, I don't mind the first four minutes, so I was real nervous. What's on the first? I was nervous. Were you like, <laughs> hello? So, <laughs> so we had just gone to twice a week, and our we were starting to do sponsorship for Subway and these bang Like, we'd made it. Like, college radio station selling Subway sandwiches and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have my regular co-hosts, and so, and I was still kind of new to this, and and walks Ron Stallworth, and he wasn't taking any of my jokes. He wasn't, it was yes, sir, no, sir. It was three-word answers. I was live on air, but it turned out to be a beautiful experience. And so once all the anxiety from him disappeared, all the anxiety from me disappeared, mm-hmm. it was just two men talking about the most ridiculous story you could ever imagine, which was a black police officer infiltrating David Duke and the Ku Klux Klan. And... If you go to my Instagram, Bloom underscore Sasha, you'll see a photo that I took of his clan's card that David Duke <laughs> issued him. <laughs> and so me and Emily Means, you know, she works at KRCL, I think now, and she used to work with the Tribune. She was sat in with me to save me, and um, we were grilling him. We, were, we didn't believe him. We did not believe this story. Like, and he took us all the way through it, and it's one of the most remarkable journeys I've ever seen. Or, you know, just listen to. Have you seen the movie? Not yet. My son saw it. I haven't seen it yet. It's going to be a, it's going to be a different, I think, perspective from you. Just having that background and then watching the movie. Yeah. I think you might take it differently than, you know, like I would. Because I didn't have that interview. I didn't sit down with him. You know, yeah. different things like that. So it, it'll be interesting to see your pers- or hear your perspective after you see the movie. Well, I'll go see it this week after high school football. Who watches high school football? <laughs> just kidding hey make sure you guys go out and support our local high school teams yeah. you know because rick aaron you know he made a good point last year on real sports live um sunday nights abc4 utahpodcastnetwork.com in yes. the archive jock yes. show yep he's there but he made a good point you know friday nights you're not doing anything Get the kids out. Go to a game. Go support your local high school sports. It doesn't just have to be football. It can be any any sport. Go out and support because a lot of these people don't have that support in high school. So go out and show a them that your community A lot of future Pac-12 cares. athletes in there. Yeah. Not so much BYU athletes, but a lot of Pac-12 <laughs> athletes. Y'all wasn't with them shooting in the gym, but then when they get to the Pac-12 and they make it all that buzz. Y'all I love that them. Weber State's competing for BYU talent now. Does Weber State, I mean, so now, because a lot of people stop covering Weber State, mm-hmm. are they going to be covering them again? Are they, they got a football contract, a uh, TV contract. Yeah. So they, they get five games a year, I think. But I mean, like, a lot of times beat writers aren't No, the there. trip won't be up there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if the Desert News will be up there. It's just interesting. They're on TV, though, for Vegas. Yeah. That's why they're on TV yeah. is for gambling. Yeah. So... Huh. They got a great coach, um, but, you know, they're small. Well, go support. And support us. Download this uh, on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, UtahPodcastNetwork.com, Twitter, Dropping Dimes, underscore. Peace. Out. That was everything, right? Yeah. Word. Did I do something wrong? Was I supposed to add something? (laughs) And cut. (laughs) Yeah, I feel you.
just makes room for something better. Something better for both of us, you know. And I'm hoping what's better. So